0: in light of the top five next year
1: shut the fuck up okay first of all we'll get to that (laughs) shit you're you're just a fucking hater that's your problem yeah i was in chicago this guy always gotta be a fucking hater dude he's just jealous as i said he's just jealous because we we robbed the panthers and his team has nothing you go, I, I want
0: you to know, like, like you know, brother to brother here. There will never be a time I'll be jealous of having a top five pick in the NFL draft.
1: Uh, da, 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 da. It's not top five no more. It's, uh, we have, we have number oh, yeah. nine pick
0: now. Y'all yep. traded it or, or top 10. Number, number nine pick,
1: that? buddy. Number nine pick, uh, uh, a future pick for next year for from a shit team as well. We are this, fo- we're poised for the future. All right. Welcome back to the G Quad podcast. Big three is back. We got Logan, we got Quan, we got myself. We are here. A lot of news. We'll we'll do the free agency news first, and and then we'll start getting into the debates. So we'll start from day one, work our way up. I'll go through the list. Get straight to my Bears really quick, Before I forget about this. They trade the 2023 number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers for a 2023 number nine overall pick. The 2023 61st overall pick. A 2024 first round pick in 2024. A 2025 second round pick. And wide receiver DJ Moore. Ugh. What a fucking steal from Ryan Pauls, man. The Carolina Panthers, you are a poverty franchise, man. In Ryan Pauls, we trust fucking beautiful trade. Now, the way Adam Schefter tweeted this out, I thought we got fucking robbed. Because he tweeted the draft picks first, and at the very end, he included the DJ Moore. And I just fucking went ballistic. I fucking almost... I literally came in my pants. It was fucking beautiful. Ryan Pauls, man what a setup to get the bears their wide receiver one this, this is what justin fields needs dj moore darnell mooney ah oh, a beautiful one two punch it's gonna be fucking beautiful you love to see it great pick a great pickup for us we, we got to nine we don't have to use the nine pick we can move down we, we could even move up if we wanted to if there's a team that wants to trade back we'll see what happens there but just fucking lovely from ryan paul's man Beautiful trade, beautiful setup. We got our wide receiver one for this team. DJ Moore is going to go off. He didn't want to be there anymore. Carolina is shit. It's just fucking beautiful.
0: Chase Claypool is...
1: Oh, and Claypool. Yeah, TikTok yeah. boy. I'm not really happy about him, but I, okay, I'll
2: give him number three.
0: Oh, oh number three. Okay. That, I, I, he I,
1: could, that he could be two. He could be three, depending on how he plays. Okay. But he hasn't been on the field lately.
2: That's a good trio, though. You guys got a good offense. That, that really sets things up for
0: next season. It'll be real cool to see... Justin Fields have time to throw it to one of these gentlemen. You got Nate
2: Davis and did you get somebody else or was it just Nate Davis? We
1: were gonna sign some 49ers guard, uh, McGlinchy. Oh, yeah. But that fucking that pussy pulled out the deal and went to the (laughs) fucking Broncos for like 87 million dollars, that motherfucker. Some fucking boss that guy got McClinchy. You're officially on my fucking list, buddy. You're my mortal enemy. I I'm adding that motherfucker to the list. Hope you get hurt. The first game of the season next year. Fuck you, buddy. Okay, we're not paying you $87 million. Justin Fields, man. You are going to play well next year. DJ Moore, Claypool, Darna Mooney, your weapons are there. The Bears are rolling. There is absolutely no excuse for the Bears. To not win the NFC North next season. You got Minnesota who may trade Dalvin cook away. They still got Dustin Jefferson. They got TJ Hawkinson. Their entire
2: defense is gone for the Vikings
1: too. Their entire defense is fucking shit. Aaron Rodgers is going to leave the Green Bay Packers. They're, they're going to be a poverty franchise. Zero excuses for the Bears to not win the NFC North next season. The Detroit Lions, they are not an up-and-coming team. They could be a sleeper in, in that division next season. We'll see about what, what happens there. But I think the Bears right now are poised to be the top team in the NFC North next year and win the division, get back to the playoffs. Quan's going to hate on, hate on it. I'll, get, I'll, I'll let him have his turn. Go ahead, Quan
0: I'm not hating. All I'm saying is in the three of our lifetimes, I don't know if we've ever seen the Packers be a poverty franchise.
2: I think they'll still somehow figure out a way to be an 8-win team, 8-9 win team. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I I just – I don't know, Nico. They they got something figured out out there, man. That's all I'm saying. And, listen, if Aaron Rodgers is gone, I have zero ties to that franchise. You know what I mean? You know Aaron Rodgers is my guy, so that, you know, like wherever he go, I'm going to watch. But if he's no longer a Packer, I have no dogs in that fight. But I'm just saying that the Packers – seem to find a way to figure it out no matter what.
2: The Panthers are poised to be the worst team in the fucking league. That was one of the worst trades I've ever seen in my life. That was disgustingly bad. And as much as I love CJ Stroud, the fact that they're moving up to more than likely pick Stroud instead of Young is just kind of like, it seems pointless. That's a r- stupid trade in beforehand, even to get Young, even though he's great. But to get Stroud instead of Young, that just makes it 10 times worse.
1: The thing about the Panthers... They just signed Andy Dalton through, I think, a two-year, $10 million deal. So are they going to draft a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young and then sit him for a year and start Dalton? But when are teams going to realize that Andy Dalton is not the answer? He is fucking garbage. His years are over. His time in the league is done. He tried it in Chicago. He tried it in Green Bay, uh, in, uh, in Dallas. He tried it in New Orleans. He has not been a viable option for any team after leaving Cincinnati. This guy is washed is done if the panthers draft cj stroud or bryce young and they sit them for a year to learn from andy dalton they're on crack start whoever you pick (laughs) immediately because andy dalton unless they're they're trying to tank even more because they they, they just traded dj Moore, who was their top weapon so now they're now their their quarterback has no has no top wide receiver to throw to unless they draft somebody uh, in, in, in this year's draft but They're in a winnable division, because that division is wide open after Brady left. Let's see what happens with the Buccaneers and who they sign at quarterback. Thoughts on the Packers. Like I was saying, I think Aaron Rodgers is their entire franchise. If you pluck him out, you are fucked. You're done. You have no no chance but to blow it up. You do got Jordan Love winning the wings, but we have never seen anything from this guy as a starter in the NFL. So... Logan just said it. you you give them one year if he does well you, you you build around him if he doesn't blow the shit up and move on but like I said they just lost Lazar today to the Jets they're gonna lose Aaron Rodgers more than likely I think they're done The Packers are not going to be that good next year. Who knows? The NFC North right now is wide open, in my opinion. I don't think there's a definite favor. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. There should be no excuse for the Bears not to win that division next season. First trade, we got the Rams. They trade Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins for a 2023 third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long.
0: I think that the Dolphins are right there. If if they're not number one, then they they are at least number two in that uh, division. And I I think that they are potentially a team that don't nobody want to play against. I think that Jalen Ramsey is still at an age where he can have a turnaround season. He is 28. He'll be 29. I think that he hears what people may be saying about him, you know what I mean, in regards to him not being the best in the league or what have you. I
2: get Ramsey was gone no matter what. And it's not like you're getting a bunch of first form at that point, you know, if you're the Rams. But either way, still, you know, Hunter Long... At very best, he's going to be a practice squad guy for the Rams. He's not going to do anything for them. They got a tight end that's pretty decent. They lost, in my opinion still, at worst, top three corner in the NFL. I still think he's in the conversation for being the best. Even when he loses some of his athleticism, you know, with age, he's a technique guy. He's a a guy who's the best because of his mind. It doesn't really matter all that much. He could move to free safety. But aside from the Rams, I think that was a bad trade on their side. But aside from them, I think the Dolphins, I already thought the Dolphins... With the coaching staff they have and then picking up uh Vic Fangio as Great their defensive job. coordinator. Yeah. Uh that they were gonna have a big season on defense because Fangio's he he's an amazing defensive coordinator, amazing defensive mind. And him now with Jalen Ramsey alongside uh Xavier Howard, even though some people think you know he fell off a little bit this year, I think they're gonna have a really good year, at least on defense. And obviously if Tua shows up and uh plays out this year, they're they'll they'll be a good team. They'll be a surprise playoff team.
1: I think Miami is in a win now mode, obviously, with, with you know with these trades and these signs that that they've been getting. Last year they went all in for Bradley Chubb during the trade deadline. They get Dalen Ramsey on, on Sunday. I think they got a two to three year window right now, maybe even two and a half to win it all. Especially with, with what Tua has now on his rookie deal. They have a two I to three to bring year some window, up. I think, left.
0: Sum up with that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Finish. But us. can I
1: come and get my fucking take for us, goddamn?
0: Yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fuck. It was fuck in regards me, to this. The, to this topic.
1: Anyway, like I was saying, they got two to three years left on Tua's rookie. They got the cap space now because he's on that rookie deal to go and and get these players like Jalen Ramsey, get players like Bradley Chubb, Xavier Howard, Tyreek Hill, Jalen wall They have the money and cap space to pay these guys and to get guys around Tua. Once that deal ends and that extension hits, he's gonna want bank. Because if Daniel Jones can get four years 160, I can only imagine what two is gonna get or want. They're in a tough division. They got Buffalo, they got the Jets, who probably will get Aaron Rodgers and may be a, a sleeper team in that division. That'll they'll be good. Yeah. New England could be a sleeper as well, depending on what they do in free agency two. We'll see what happens there. But they are in a win now and they're in a tough spot because they got to do it all now. They got Vic Fangio, great right pickup there on defense. That's definitely gonna help them out. But The clock and the time is not on their side right now.
0: With Tua's health being questionable, to say the least, there is a theory out that if a team like mid-season loses their quarterback but they still have like potential to you know make the playoffs make a good run or anything that if a quarterback goes down mid-season then there's a certain retiree that could make a comeback oh thomas yeah and we know that <laughs> this is the team that he tried to go to do you see it happening if or shits to bed with those weapons and all of that, you know what I mean? Like midseason, they could say, hey, like, we're we going to go another direction next season. But, you know, in the meantime, we, we do got a, a quarterback that, that can, you know, wield his team or if he gets injured and most likely that injury being a concussion. Do we see Tom Brady... Uh, possibly coming back.
1: They just signed Mike White to like a two years sixty million dollar deal to I thought that, that was interesting with the quarterbacks that were on the market like Taylor Haneke where they could have signed instead who I who I think is better than Mike White. I don't know. Thomas did put in his paperwork that made it official. Uh he said that he bought his daughter a kitten, so good for him. His wife is uh you know left him so that's just unfortunate but she is hot and
0: she's she's in Brazil right now shaking her ass. I seen it on Twitter. I don't think he cares. I think that he could he could I would care. If it's like a woman out there she could probably be purchased and she could probably be purchased purchased yeah i think if it ever got that bad if it got that bad to where he like really really worried about giselle or something like that dog there's ways around that i promise he's
2: tom Brady, yeah
0: yeah purchase is
1: not the right word to use though that. Purchase. It's
0: real. Hey, listen. I could be bought, uh, and I'm not. You're going back to talking about bro. And I'm not even talking about it. Yeah, yeah, As a black I man, could say saying could be bought <laughs> is
1: not very. Is not a good hey, thing to be saying.
0: Hey, I, I know. I know the connotations, but I'm just letting y'all know. It's 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 a hefty price tag, but it, it could have. Yeah. You what's your price, though? I'm saying, but what's your m's, price? About three hundred ms. Tax free.
1: Three hundred million. That's
0: that's. Yeah, that's it kinda, be done.
2: I say fifty bucks for you.
1: Fifty bucks and an ice cream cone. Three hundred million. Wow. Okay, that
2: is. You have to bring noise. it down a couple hundred then. Yeah, if that's- a couple hundred million. <laughs> a couple million, hundred. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck.
1: That's that's a huge asking price.
2: Tom uh, Brady is the. Uh, top fifth year okay i don't know how we got to this but i, I don't Logan, know do you, I, do you think he's coming back i don't think it's hard i feel like it takes away a lot of integrity from tom brady as a person for him mm-hmm. to do that kind of you know cliche back and forth stuff but i'm not going to say it's entirely like impossible especially if we're going off of what like Juan was saying stuff like if you actually get to a situation like that where you, it's week six week seven and two has gone down two times already, really, you know, having problems with injuries and stuff, and he's actually considering, like, retirement or something like that, you know. I think it is possible that Brady could come back, you know. I think it would take a lot. I think it'd I think take that situation, like, specifically for that to happen.
0: And the only team that I've heard being circulated have been the Raiders and the Niners, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I don't think I've heard, like, any other team, like, even the books, you know what I mean? Like, if they were to go down or, you know, if anything was to happen to them, like, negatively, I don't... So, like, this is super-duper hypothetical because I- I'm just going off of the fact that he was allegedly about to play for the-, the Dolphins and the fact that they are so, like, win now. They're making the proper trades. They're making all of this. Unless Aaron Rodgers is a done deal to the Jets, I think that they're about to be the number one team in that division. I think the
2: Jets are going to get Rodgers. I hope they are because if not, this is the biggest fucking blue ball ever. Waste it- of it- time. It's too much of to a point, yeah. Especially since they, they just... Put forty mil on fucking Bazaar, and they they got a whole Christmas wish list from Aaron Rodgers. They're about to go out and complete. If they don't get Rodgers, that'd be pretty embarrassing.
0: So. This is why Nico. When when I first got on this show, I said that Aaron Rodgers is my favorite quarterback, not my favorite person.
2: His list was what Odell. Jesus. Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, Alan Lazard, and uh, I think that might have been it. So basically, fucking New York Packers. Enough of this fucking shit.
1: Sign these fuckers. Aaron Rodgers is literally just creating the New York Packers. Odell going back to New York. Same stadium, but just different fucking team, different colors. I mean, that's basically all it. With the Dolphins, it's definitely a win now for the Dolphins because if Aaron Rodgers and and Odell go over to New York, they're only going to get better. So these teams are only improving in their division. They got to win now. In terms of the Bucks. The Bucs' problem is they had no contingency plan for when Brady left. There was no plan for after Tom Brady. They were just like, you know what? Let's just ride with Tom, and when he leaves, we'll worry about that then. We won't worry about that now. So they have no plan at quarterback anymore. Look at what we saw. Derek Carr went to the New Orleans Saints. Jimmy G went to the Oakland Raiders.
0: The Oakland Raiders?
1: The Las Vegas Raiders, sorry, who gives a f
0: Oh, 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 oh.
1: Who gives a fuck anymore? They fucking suck. They should go back to Oakland because they're garbage, anyway. Like I was saying. There's no contingency plan for these guys. So, so who do they realistically go to right now at quarterback? They had their, their,
0: Baker.
2: He fucking sucks. They're done.
0: Why does Ryan Fitzpatrick come out of nowhere and? Oh and my not, god! <laughs> Steal
2: Thomas's games. job, yeah. <laughs> Them not having like a plan, you know, going forward after Brady. My thing with the Bucks is because these last couple of years, you know, we've heard a lot. Arians has talked about, like, if Brady were to go down, you know, during last season, like he talked about, playing Gabbert at this high level, you know, talking about how it wouldn't be like you know a huge problem for us to put. Gabbert into the system, you know, saying that he's like, he's a good quarterback, much better than people give him credit for. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, that's how we talked about him. And then recently, you know, they've been talking about Trask, like, we'll be fine if we move forward with Trask. So it seems like because of Arians being in the front office and how confident they are in their offense and their system, you know, that they seem to think that they can move forward with whoever they got and just kind of develop him into whatever they need. So I think Trask is a possibility. He was, a you know, a highly tattered prospect coming into the draft before he got picked up by the bucks, but he's got a big arm. You know, he's a big quarterback. He is smart. He's looked good in, in the time that we've seen him in the preseason. It's preseason, obviously, but you know, he's been a development of guys before he was drafted. I think he could be their guy, what might be in their best interest. It sounds kind of like a jump. If they were to consider trading up, maybe moving up and selecting a guy like Anthony Richardson in the higher picks, maybe past Big Ten, something like that. You know, getting a Florida guy to pair with Trask, having Trask and Richardson kind of battle it out, you know, the two Florida dudes, seeing who can move forward as the Bucks quarterback. That's all I really see.
0: Do you think Matthew Stafford is tradable? Are you saying, like, people wouldn't want him? Yeah, I think... Either Matthew Stafford plays for the Rams or he retires. I don't think there's any kind of middle ground. I don't see any other team wanting him. His most recent injury is dangerous. And especially at this stage of his career, I just don't see it. I don't see him being
2: an asset. In Stafford's mind, maybe more so, it's either I'm playing here or I'm retiring, especially with the injuries. Like you're saying, the last one was dangerous. And just in general, he's had injury history his whole career. And a lot of it's been shoulder stuff, which obviously takes away from the biggest part of his game, which is, you know, his arm. And I don't know. I think that he still could be valuable as a quarterback to other teams. You know, he's only a year removed from a 42 touchdown season. The Super Bowl win, almost 5,000 passing yards. He's still a beast. He's a smart quarterback. He's got a big arm. Again, the injuries. I think a team like the Bucks, you know, could use a guy like that if, you know, they don't go forward with a younger guy. I don't know. I think there's teams out there that will jump at matthew stafford maybe not a lot but i don't know that's if he doesn't retire he doesn't play for the rams it I don't know.
1: For me, it has nothing to do with Matthew Stafford's playing ability. This guy is still one of the top quarterbacks in the league. I'm not a fan of him personally, but it's just his injury and the extent of his injury. They said last year that, that the doctor told him, if you don't get surgery immediately, you could be paralyzed. And they were saying that there was a saying that he had numbness in his legs and things like that. If you have a neck injury and you're constantly getting hit, there's a common occurrence that you could get hurt again, you know what I mean? He's one year into a four-year, $160 million contract. So not only are you getting a quarterback, Quarterback that has no back and neck, but you're also getting a quarterback that you're paying 100 plus million dollars for three more years, you know what I mean? So that's gonna be a big uh, cap hit as well. If you're the Rams, what do you do going for? You just lost Jalen Ramsey, you released Bobby Wagner, you release Leonard Floyd, what do you have left?
0: And Aaron Donald, we don't know about Aaron Donald.
1: But they are the team that has the worst record coming off a of Super Bowl in NFL history. They went four and ten this year, and they got Sean McVay back for another year. That could be a, a mistake on his part coming back again, and you know, and not, not retiring or moving on from the team. But where do they go from here? You could have no quarterback. Your defense is, is entirely flipped upside down this off season where did they go from here going forward because they just won a super bowl two years ago and now they're trying to get back to that spot obviously but in my opinion i think with Stafford's injury with their defense being depleted now I think it's going to be tough going forward the rest of the way. And then no draft picks at all, because they trade away all their goddamn draft picks for a win-now thing. They did win, but you, you want to go out and try to win more Super Bowls. Obviously, one is not going to be good enough for you guys.
0: Do you think so, though? Like, when you win a Super Bowl, you win yourself, like, so much grace, even though the Rams ain't got no fans. Facts. I feel like because they won, like, they kind of let them leave how they want to leave versus making them leave the way that they want to leave. You know what I mean? So... But they didn't. That's the problem. Yeah, I think that they kind of stuck in a purgatory because I think that fuck them pigs shit is coming back to bite them in the ass.
1: And the thing is, they can't tank... Because they had no draft pick. So them being shit is not going to help them either. If they were content with just one, we would have seen McVay leave. We would have seen Aaron Donald leave already. But they came back. And they're going to come back again this season. If one was enough for them, they would have just blew it up and said, okay, you know what? We'll move on. And we'll move on from McVay. We'll, we'll move on from uh, from Aaron Donald. But they didn't. And they're, they're back again this year.
0: I'm really surprised that Cooper is like, that the Cowboys haven't re-upped with him. That's the ultimate insurance plan. And I know that next season you'll have like tape on them, they may not be in fantasy land still, but he's a fluke. I just okay. I mean, it's only one way to find out. You know what I mean? Like you got to run that shit back. I, I, fluke I has think no job anymore. I think it's dangerous that they uh just just got Dak and, and nothing else. I know
2: Jerry Jones talked a little bit about an interest specifically in uh, Max Dugan as a quarterback. So if you do lose Cooper Rush, which you're right would be. It makes no sense. It's a bad decision because he can't cost all that much. He has good insurance. You know, he proved that he can win with the team. If you're not going to do
0: that, I guess uh, Max
2: Dugan makes a little bit of sense.
0: Jerry Jones is just full of bad decisions. Remember when he was uh, in, the, in that crowd of, of oh uh, the God. sea of white folks? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Don't we,
2: get him
1: started with this one. Was a Logan again for another week, man. Come on.
2: <laughs> that isn't even the worst decision he's made.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Giants signed Sterling Tripper to a new deal. Apparently, it's, gonna, it's a one-year deal. He tore his ACL last year. This is going to be added to Daniel Jones's weapons arsenal.
0: The Giants, if they want to be considered, like, seriously, I think that they have to make a huge move at, at wide receiver. I, I just don't think that they are getting pieces that are... I, I think they're making lateral moves at wide receiver. I don't think that they're doing anything like to...
2: Their biggest thing right now is wide receiver and maybe bolstering the other line a little bit. I like them trading for Waller. I think he's going to demand a little bit more money than they have with, you know, Jones' contract, like you were saying. They just need a receiver. If they don't draft a guy like Jordan Addison, uh, Quentin Johnson. I've always wanted Odell to just go back to New York for the Giants. You know, I I could see him going to the Jets. He seems excited about the idea, but I feel like it just makes too much sense for him to go to the Giants because, you know, that's more of an actual chance for him to be wide receiver one. He goes to the Jets, he's second to Garrett Wilson, no matter, you know, what they try to do. He's still a beast. He goes to the Giants, he gives them a wide receiver one. Other than that, I think they are setting up for, you know, a pretty good season, a, a competing season. But, you know, money they paid Saquon, money they paid uh, Daniel Jones, it their window is isn't. All that big, so especially if they don't get a receiver. I know you're more focused on Daniel Jones this morning, Nico.
1: I am, and that's what I want to get to. Last week we didn't have Logan on, and Quan and I went over the whole Daniel Jones contract. I want to get Logan's thoughts on the contract. Okay, and he just gets some, and he you just gets some break leaves. He got, he got, he got so so did Do you think that the contract the Giants gave Daniel Jones is a good one, and do you think that he deserves it?
2: All right, Nico. Here we go. That's what we want to see. I know you want it to be black and white, but to me, this is a complicated question because do I think that objectively Daniel Jones deserves that much money? No, I don't at all. I think it's very far off from what he's actually valued at, right? As a quarterback, Thank you. okay? But was it the wrong decision? No, I don't think it was because you just have to understand where the market is at for quarterbacks. It wasn't do you pay Daniel Jones like a lot of money or little money or what do you do? It's either you keep Daniel Jones and pay him whatever he's asking or you don't keep him. And he walks and now you got a quarterback. I think he is valuable enough to where that is a relatively easy question to answer. I think it's yes. I think that he can win with that team. I think he's on the way up. It doesn't really get much simpler than that. I think that he's a valuable quarterback. Wasn't worth all that money, but I don't think they really had a choice.
1: I think four years 160 is fucking blasphemous. And for him to be the seventh ranked top quarterback in the league and has the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL is fucking disgusting. I do understand the QB market right now is highly inflated. We got Geno Smith making 100 mil plus for three years. We got Derek Carr making 100 and what, 37 million is is what he signed with uh, New Orleans. I don't think quarterbacks are going to make less than 100 million dollars. Jimmy G? Jimmy G as well. His contract was what?
0: 70
2: something million It's honestly years. a little bit less than i thought it was gonna be honestly i thought he'd be able to pull a little bit more money
1: raiders are a property franchise so they're, they're, they're not even a real okay. fucking... i'm
0: just saying man it, I, I i just the market is no doubt in flux yeah. but I, I just like i think that we're just as soon as we think that it's a move like an outlandish move or something like that daniel jones they got him for the new york you know what i mean for for new york kind of not discount but like a, a deal, if you will, you know what I mean. Like, like I, he wouldn't have got there anywhere else, and I think that he would have been foolish to shop himself. So I think that because of this past season and just because of the, the new coach and and all of that, you know what I mean. I think that 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 kind of bolstered that that whole relationship. But at the same time, when we think that there are like outrageous deals, you you got Jimmy G signing for like some shit where they could they could still like three years they could still a,
1: make a a, a 67.5 million dollars for jimmy lee with 34 million dollars guaranteed it says to and something. i'm
0: hearing that it's like almost 70 something like i, I i've heard two different uh numbers yeah. as, as far I'm, as i'm guessing uh, it, it,
1: it could be 77 million pl- with incentives probably incentives. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah and stuff i honestly like that signing a lot i really like it because Thing is, and everybody that – and I don't know this isn't Daniel Jones, but uh, everybody that's kind of pushing against that is saying, you know, you're not really making much of a change going from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. They're two of the same guys. And the reality is Derek Carr might even be – he's probably a, a little bit better of a quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo is, but that's not really the point of it. Uh, you know, Derek just simply didn't fit into their offense. He obviously – you know, he's the guy who had been there forever and was dealing with all kinds of new head coaches. McDaniels obviously – didn't like him very much as his his quarterback. He didn't fit his system. Garoppolo really fits his system. He's known him for a long time. McDaniels was one of the guys that, you know, had a much bigger say on pulling a trigger on uh, Garoppolo, you know, when they drafted him. And, and he was one of the guys that wanted to roll forward with him instead of Brady, you know, as his quarterback in New England. It was Kraft that wanted Brady to stay. So he obviously has a lot invested in Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo, it sucks they got rid of Waller. But with the weapons they got on the team, I think Garoppolo could, you know, take advantage of that if they make some moves in uh, the draft and in general they
0: got a qb1 they need to shift their focus completely to defense because their defense is pitiful you know what i mean and it has been and also if i'm mcdaniels i'm on the clock if i'm mcdaniels and i'm on the clock jimmy g that's not who i'm looking at that's not gonna get you a lot of wins on the football field and that's a tough 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 division man
1: i mean if if you're mcdaniels your, your hands are tied who do you go with? There's nobody out there left. It's either him or my cousin who fucking plays high school fucking football. You know, you know that's that's about <laughs> it. And and McDaniel's—he's a fucking shithead coach. He can't—he can't coach for shit. He was horrible in Denver. He was horrible in Oakland last year. I think he's a tremendous coordinator for you know for Las Tom Vegas. Brady. Yeah, for you know. I'm done with the Las because Vegas. I don't, I, I'm I don't fucking, know if you I don't
0: know if you know, but. They, they moved to Vegas like it. Like,
1: I do not care. I do not care. Okay. Because they I used to be the Oakland Raiders. Do not care. I'm, I'm going to say Oakland Raiders. You know, that's how you know I've been I, watching football for a long time. People, people say, oh, yeah, you're a Catholic football fan. I've watched football for a long time. I say Oakland Raiders, San Diego Chargers, LA Chargers. Who gives a fuck anymore? McDonald's is a fucking fraud. Garoppolo is going to be shit for them. Their O line is horrendous. They had no defense. They are screwed. Their defense is what? Las Vegas
0: since uh... I think it was 26 (laughs) uh, this past they haven't been in the top 25 at least during Derek Carr's tenure so that was what eight nine years that defense has been awful this whole entire time so I I just think that the Jimmy G signing was, was cool and all but now like you made room to make some good moves I think that those good moves should be defense. You got Jimmy G, you got Devontae. We don't know how that's going to work out, but we've seen them succeed apart. So I think the Raiders got no shot to make the playoffs, if I'm being honest. They are poised to be fourth in that division. I do think that Devontae Adams is a beast in the playoffs especially, but I don't think they're going to sniff the playoffs. I would be cautiously optimistic because McDaniel's got to give it all he got. I think that he's the first coach we see go. Midseason, I think he's out of there.
2: Not only does this give them a competent starting quarterback, which I think Jimmy Garoppolo is, because when when he plays, he's pretty good. There's been times where he sniffed top 10 uh, in in certain years when he was healthy, especially the Super Bowl year, right? I think you get a good starting quarterback, but the main thing is that it brings familiarity, and that is what McDaniels is so desperately needed. Really, there's nothing else you can give him. He hasn't done good with good players. He had an all-star offense last year that people were thinking was going to be a playoff team you know, a contender. I think that it's not entirely impossible for them to make a push if that comfortability gives him some kind of spark or makes it easier for him to do his job as a head coach. I think if Garoppolo stays healthy and they make some moves in the draft in the offseason for defense and the offensive line, if they get an even average offensive line, I think they have the weapons to make it work. Devontae Adams is still my opinion, top three receiver in the NFL. He had an unbelievable underrated season last year. 1,400 receiving yards, something like that, it was a terrible off. I don't think it will be a playoff team, but I think it's it's possible. I, you're right. I do think this is McDaniel's uh, last chance, but I don't think there was much else he could have done.
1: I would not be surprised if mid-season next year or at the end of the year next year, I go to the Burger King drive-through, I pull up, they say, hi, can I take your order, welcome to Burger King, and it's Josh McDaniels at the window. Because this guy is fucking garbage. I'll take a, a large fry, a lemonade, and a chicken sandwich, original please, nothing on it.
2: He'd fuck up your order, bro, if he fucked up. Yeah, he up. probably
1: would. He probably would fuck up my order, that fucking bum. Some context here, fellas, the Raiders still have $27 million left, left in cap space, and they are top 10 in cap space remaining right now in the NFL. So... They still got some cash left to go out and, and start uh, rebuilding that defense and rebuilding that old line because they are going to lose some old linemen out there to better teams. Their division is Denver, LA, or San Diego, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Kansas City, and themselves. Tough division. I mean, it really isn't. The AFC's fucking stacked. I mean, the, the Dolphins last year were, were in the wild card. They're going to be better. Some wild card spots may open up.
0: Jets, the Bills, Steelers. I, I'm never counting the Steelers out. That division is Mahomes,
1: Justin Herbert. Russell Wilson, who had an off year last year. We'll see what he does this year. And then Garoppolo. Based on their entire careers, I would say Jimmy Garoppolo is the last ranked quarterback in terms of the top four in that division.
0: But the Colts are planning to release Matt Ryan. I so saw that. I did
1: see that. Not surprised. He's a fucking bomb. That's ball.
0: interesting with, uh, you know, with, I mean, the Bucks maybe. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I, I don't know. Oh, I, I forgot true. about right? that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's good. That makes sense. I mean, I think he retires.
1: I mean, XFL, AFL, CFL, China—that'd be great for him as well. 49ers, Niners—they signed. Who, who did they sign going down? Hold on, we got a signing here. They won't—they won't win the Super Bowl anyway, so this doesn't matter.
0: Made a good defense. Made a great defense. Javon Hargraves,
1: four years, eighty-four million.
0: And you still got Bosa on the other
1: side. Oh shit! He's a Nazi, so it doesn't matter. So <laughs> I think. <mean, laughs>
0: <laughs> that son of a bitch. And also, the NFL got worse by signing yeah. uh Sam Darnold. Oh my god! I don't think that there's any. Did I get you, Nico? I don't think yeah, that there's sad. any reason. Garbage. Watch this ugly motherfucker on this uh. Oh my on god! Our team, on our Jesus. bench. Or uh, he's ugly. All right. Wait, what y'all want me to do? He's yeah, not me. He mis- I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, but a little hard
0: but like He's a a, he is
2: ugly. Y'all
0: said that about uh, Carson Wentz. You guys were getting on me because I. And said I he stand wasn't by there. it. I stand by it. And now his ugly ass is is jobless. I'm oh annoyed. my god. We're we hiring uh Carson if if you? <laughs> we are
1: not. We are not, buddy. We we we, we already have our quarterback <laughs> be, Whisper and Logan.
0: You could be our QB too. Uh,
1: Carson Wentz, LinkedIn, Indeed, Burger King, Stop McDonald's, Wendy's, Wendy's, Olive Garden, Red Lobster—they're all hiring, buddy. Have fun. Enjoy. NFL Network is hiring out there. I'm sure ESPN would love to have you. Fox, now, what if what if these uh, Golden Corral as well? We'll love to oh, have no, you Oh no! Hey, hey,
0: listen, hey, listen! Don't nobody need to work at Golden Corral. All right, don't make me don't <laughs> don't make me go there. Golden Corral, everything tastes like water at Golden Corral.
1: Never been there in my life. Jesse Bates to the Falcons, four years, sixty-five point two million dollars. He leaves the Bengals, so the Bengals lose their top safety. Falcons are making some moves on defense. I'll, I'll give them that. Good for them.
2: They got a good secondary.
1: They signed Taylor Heineke. They got Desmond Ritter.
2: Oh my God. I woke up to that, and that broke my heart. Oh, my God. I feel like a piece of my heart's been ripped out. Heineke, man, I don't care if he's out on the bench all next year, you know? he's just lost Heineke, and for that, I'm not going to be able to recover from that, dude. Because now, who who do we got? We got Sam Howell. That's our QB1, you know? Uh, He's the only guy we got. We don't got anybody else. We just lost Heineke. You want Lamar? That's the thing, though, is... I just saw a tweet from uh, Jeff Simon saying that we were one of the three teams interested in trading for Austin Eckler, who's looking for a new contract. So that's that's where I'm kind of lost because that doesn't make any sense to me. We got two good, young, cheap running backs who don't need a running back like that. He'd be a great player, but he costs all kinds of money. That's the, where I'm kind of like: if we're gonna spend that money, if we're giving somebody a big contract, we might as well go after Lamar Jackson. Hey,
0: let the record show that that if if y'all get Matt Ryan, him following in Carson Wentz's footsteps would be fucking insane. Going from the Colts to the yeah, to the yeah. that would be nuts.
2: I hope not. Our entire fan base would leave if we got Matt Ryan, dude.
0: <laughs> No, if, if they didn't leave for uh, Carson Wentz, trust me, y'all Yeah, get,
2: y'all get. exactly. All the ones that didn't leave from Carson Wentz are going to leave when Matt Ryan gets signed.
0: The Commanders could have gotten
1: Lamar Jackson a long time ago, but he got advice from people like Quan, who said, Lamar, wait it out. They'll give you the contract. And where are you at, Lamar Jackson? You got no job right now. You're not going to have a he job next a job. year. No, he doesn't have a job because the team that wants to offer him a job, he doesn't want to accept, so he's, he's not going to have a job any fucking more. Where do you go from here, Lamar Jackson? You see all these teams already who have already signed quarterbacks. What team out there can possibly give Lamar Jackson what he wants? There are zero teams in the NFL who are willing to give Lamar Jackson everything he wants in terms of a contract because if there was he would have found that team by now but he hasn't because there are no teams that are going to get lamar jackson more than he is asking for he has no agent he's doing this by himself he has wasted his time he should have requested a trade last year like i said and found a team that wants to give him this contract because he's asking for shit that he is not going to get he's wasting his time no team is going to give him 200-plus plus million.
0: I think it's gonna be real interesting after the draft. Like the conversations around Lamar. I think it's gonna be real interesting.
1: My question is, what does he want? Like what does he want in they terms of a project? Does he want cash? But how much does he want? He's not saying what the fuck he wants.
2: He said he on Twitter that he turned he didn't actually turn down that money, uh that they said that three year deal.
1: She has to report that, that the Ravens offered him $200 dollars and that, that he turned it down. And then he went on Twitter and he said, No, it was actually 133 for three years and I turned that down. So what the fuck do you want, Lamar Jackson? What do you want? Come on and say what you want.
0: Did you see Schefter explain it, though? So he was explaining how, like, the 133 was the base, right? Like, just straight-up guaranteed. But then there was, like, some kind of bonus that he would have gotten that would have bumped it up to 175 guaranteed just off of some kind of incentive. And then there was another, like, he called it a springing guarantee or some shit like that. And he said that, uh, like, that other... Uh, $25 million would have been guaranteed if he was on the roster five days after the league year in 2026. It was like injury guarantees and shit like that, which, I mean, is up in the air with Lamar. You know, it was a lot of incentive-based increments that he explained. So I thought that that was interesting. I think that that's what Lamar denied, but then Lamar, uh, then Adam Schefter went back and uh, explained himself. And he made it to be $200 million, but I still, like, I, I can see where, where the disconnect is because, like, it's not straight up $200 million, And it's, you know what I mean? Like, that that language is, is important when, when it comes to it contract. I think the Patriots are going to be uh, interesting uh, after the draft. I I think the Steelers are out because I think they believe in Kenny Pickett. Depending on where the Texans go, I I think that that could be interesting. The Colts were supposed to be doing something with their uh, number four pick. They're trying to either get Mm -hmm. up or, you know, maybe in the uh, sweepstakes. Titans would be interesting. He's not
1: going to the Titans. They're rebuilding.
0: Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm just saying, I'm not counting them out. And I think that- that after the draft then we, we could you know what i mean we we could see like you know we could we have reasonable conversations about it, it seems like
2: everybody has kind of a direction that they're going i love lamar to be in DC, you know, but I feel like we're pushing in another direction. You know, we want to go with Sam Howell and stuff. I I don't know. As biased as it, as it might sound, I literally think that we might be the best possible option outside of Atlanta for Lamar. The only ones that have even a chance of trying to pursue Lamar Jackson. It all depends on after draft, like you're saying. I think that the Falcons are really the only ones that are even in consideration. But what I really think needs to end up happening is the Ravens need to kind of push off of this greedy mindset that they're in, and just Daniel Jones is had injury problems in his career for a while you know but the giants knew that's what they needed to win that's what they needed to do to keep the culture intact and put build off of you know the wins that they had and what they did this year so they did it they pulled the trigger you know if we regret it and daniel jones sucks we waste all that money whatever we'll figure it out when that happens if that happens this is lamar jackson who sure he's had injury problems but just like daniel jones this is what the quarterback market is going to be no matter who your quarterback. So if you go get a rookie and he go you know, falls out for three years, you gotta give this to him anyway when that's done. So it I I don't get what they're trying to do. I get the incentive because he gets hurt, but that's just not gonna work with a player like that. Because he's not an incentive 200 million player. He's a 200 million player, right? And it's Lamar Jackson. I think what they need to do is fucking hold down Lamar Jackson because you're not going to be able to push him into signing with those incentives because nobody else wants him. You sign Lamar, give him the money he wants, and go after a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. Give him a receiver. Give him money he wants. And you might actually you know, not be stuck in this weird purgatory. You have a chance at winning games.
0: There is a stark difference of what the Ravens will look like with or without Lamar Jackson. I just, I I, I don't think that the Ravens, they don't see their ego or or their pride or whatever they got going on. I think it would be a grave mistake for them to uh, let Lamar go.
1: Lamar Jackson has no fucking leverage. The key to negotiations is leverage. What leverage does he have to go back to the Ravens and say, if you don't give me my money, I will leave where are you gonna go Lamar Jackson you waited too long you should have done what I told you to do last fucking season to request a trade say I'm out I want to leave because all those teams who were in for you last year for a potential trade have now either found a new quarterback or are going to find one in the draft they have already moved on and found replacements for you Lamar Jackson they're all out Atlanta is out Miami is out Carolina was out After this whole ordeal went down with you two weeks ago, they said we are out. We are no longer interested in pursuing you because you took too long. You have no leverage at all.
0: These teams that you're talking about, though, they—they found, in my opinion, band-aids. You know what I mean? They haven't found a a Lamar Jackson.
1: I understand that. I I understand that. I understand that. But if they find those band-aids, and then again comes next year, is Lamar going to wait another year? and go through this entire thing again
0: the thing is he has until week 10 of the season to sign that uh that franchise tag or whatever Anything could change between now and week ten of the season. Like you think about the fact that the league year just started, right? And and we having these conversations. But when we get up to week ten, bro, and it ain't looking so good, or you know, we may be a piece away or whatever. You know what I mean? You then you get that deal done. I can see what you're saying. Like the the leverage is is definitely in the Ravens' favor. However, I just think I, I think that you're putting too much. I think that you're giving them too much credit.
2: The whole Band-Aid thing is going to play out by then. And I think, you know, his best option, because and you you were right, Nico, his best option was to request a trade around that time. But now his best option is to wait that out. You're saying hold out and not play? That's all you can really do at that point, because you're right. He doesn't have a whole lot of – but no, but by that point, I promise you, at least one of those Band-Aid teams – will have broken, and there will be a spot for him. And I think Ritter, you know, could be the franchise guy uh, for the Falcons. Thing is, he's a a third-round pick, and you don't know if by that time, you know, Ritter hasn't looked like the guy that you wanted to be. And then Lamar's available, you know. One of those teams, and there's a lot, of those teams that are kind of banking on these band-aid quarterbacks one of those teams a spot's going to open and Lamar will be available to you know pick his team
1: but do you want to wait that long though you you've already waited he's almost a- an entire year he's 26 years old and he's in his prime what quarterback is, is going to hold out at that point for that many weeks and just waste those weeks of his career I, I know we've we seen him with Deshaun Watson, but he was such a woman inappropriately. That's, that's a whole different thing. He, he was sitting out because of that. He, he was getting massages. Lamar Jackson yeah. is a good kid. I have, I have no idea what the fuck he's doing as, as his own agent. But if you're a quarterback in your prime, you have a short time period left. You can't be wasting all this time, Lamar Jackson. You got no leverage. The top quarterback right now with the most guaranteed money is Deshaun Watson with $230 million. Lamar Jackson, I can tell you right here right now on this podcast, you are not getting million guaranteed. I I guarantee that Lamar Jackson. Do I think that that Lamar Jackson is worth more than $140 million? Absolutely. If Daniel Jones got 160, Lamar Jackson needs 170 plus. Anything less than that is is fucking disrespectful. But will he get that? Probably not because he, he fucking wasted all of his time and he has no leverage to go out and request that type of thing. So 133 for three years, take it, play it. And move move the fuck on alright. Because you, you have absolutely no leverage to go out and get and get a better deal because there, there are no teams that are willing to give you that. And the Ravens aren't willing aren't willing to give you that either.
0: I just think it's early, man. I, I think yeah. I think it's early. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what that happens. That
2: is his leverage, in my opinion, is that, you know, he could wait that out. And he it's because it's wasting his time. It's wasting his prime. You know, it's it's taking, you know, time away from him, not the Ravens. That's true. But there's no way he doesn't find a team by then, if not repairing his situation with the Ravens. Because it's not just that, you know, he's going to be able – to in that timeline, he could find better money with the Ravens. They could fix the situation. They could get DeAndre Hopkins or a good receiver. Anything could happen in that timeline to so where that – I feel like that's that is his
0: leverage i will say that i believe that the ravens have like damaged their relationship like in general so i don't see him necessarily being hunky-dory about about coming back to baltimore but at the same time i think that they've kind of both said without saying what this is about you know what i mean it it, is there's a business deal you know what i mean versus a friendship with with them so pros and cons on, on both sides of that but uh, I just, I, like you said, I mean, they, they get them a good receiver. DeAndre Hopkins, I believe, wants the fuck out of Arizona. You never know, Nico. If you're Hop,
1: you're not agreeing to a trade to Baltimore unless this whole Lamar Jackson thing is settled already. If I was DeAndre Hopkins and, and the Ravens were going to trade, trade for me for me with no Lamar, I would say, listen, I will put this needle in my arm right now. I will PED myself again. I will fucking sit down <laughs> and, get, and get suspended because I'm not going to go play for you fuckers. I'll do it. You, I'll do yeah, it. I swear <laughs> to God. Because you fucking suck. (laughs) It has now become about business more than football. And I said it last week. The NFL is a business. And I don't think the Ravens fucking give a fuck if they're good or not. Because they know the NFL is king. And they will make money. They will make profit no matter what. Because football is king. People will still fucking pay to go see those games. The marketing share will be fine. The revenue will be up. The profit will be up. They don't give a fuck. As long as I'm making their money, they do not care. Because if it wasn't about money, Lamar Jackson right now would have his contract and he'd be a Baltimore Raven. But it is about money. And they don't give a fuck. You're fucked, Lamar Jackson. You got nowhere to go. You got no leverage. You got a bunch of these teams going out there and signing quarterbacks. Taylor Heineke's gone. Jimmy Garoppolo's off the board. They got fucking Matt Ryan fucking left. Even though they don't give a fuck about whether they're good or not, so, so they're not gonna go out and they fucking sign a goddamn Matt Ryan. They'll re-sign Huntley, and they'll say, fuck it, let's go.
2: And that position for Lamar, it's now not even, you know, I gotta go find a team that's gonna give me $200 or $200 million. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: that's, you know? that's, that's, that's what he's gonna get. That's what he's gonna get. $200 in a fucking Burger King coupon because he fucking, he waited too long. That's not even. What's he up get. with you? Do we got a bucks.
0: secret uh, sponsorship with Burger King? I, yeah, I wish
1: Burger King, McDonald's, Olive Garden, Last Red Lobster. He, he's going to get a fucking McDonald's gift card and $200 and say, here, that's all we can afford for you, Lamar Jackson, because he has
2: no fucking leverage to go get anything that he wants. Whatever. Anyway, again, it's not even, you know, that... At that point, he's got to go find a team that's gonna give him two hundred million dollars, right? Now, you know, it becomes at that point, you know, even though he's he sat out and stuff, they just gotta give more than what the Ravens are gonna give. You know, you could get a guy like that for one forty, I feel like at that point, because they're not giving him they're not offering enough money. I feel like because of the Ravens situation, that's gonna make it a little bit more, you know, appealing for teams to pursue Lamar because they won't have to pay as much as they would have if the Ravens didn't mess up that
0: I understand where you say that the Ravens have the leverage and I agree I agree that the Ravens have the leverage however I think that too much emphasis has been put on how much leverage they have I don't yes. think that they have as much you give them credit for a small bit of breaking news that has nothing to do with football Manny Pacquiao is dead no he's planning to oh, return dead.
2: What the oh shit. <laughs>
1: The way you read that made me, made me a, little, a little scared there.
0: Yeah, he is going to get knocked the fuck out. He is, <laughs> they're about to knock his sinus loose.
1: Does it say who? Against who? Uh,
0: I can't I, I can't remember what it said, but yeah. He, he, uh, boxing he is box. dead. Yeah, he...
1: boxing. think so? Boxing is a, is a dead sport. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I fucking... When we got YouTubers and OnlyFans people and porn stars and fucking fighting on on a weekly and monthly basis, it's a joke at this point.
0: But... You have, like, very, very, very exciting fights. I agree. I agree. Signed and scheduled, bro. I, I think that I think that boxing has been in a bit of a renaissance, uh, especially, like, the last couple years. I think that Wilder Fury did a, did a lot for the sport. I think Javante Davis. I think Terrence Crawford, Shakur Stevenson. I mean, you got in every weight class. I, th- I don't think it's been, like, this many, like, big names and in, in this many weight classes in a long time. So I think that's, that boxing is... And they got the video game, the uh, the undisputed game that that yeah. is in early access, bro. Very fun. I don't know. I, I think it's exciting to be a, a fan of boxing at the moment.
1: Two weeks ago, this OnlyFans model, who was apparently in KSI's boxing company, called out Ronda Rousey. What have you done as a MMA fighter or as a boxer that you could just jump up the list to go fucking fight Ronda Rousey? You post nude? Videos and pictures of yourself online for money for those of you that do OnlyFans, whether you are man or woman or non-binary, whatever you identify with. If you post nude photos and videos of yourself for money, you do porn. That is porn. So for those of you that say (laughs) I do OnlyFans and not porn, shut the fuck up. I don't understand that there are people that do OnlyFans or or the exclusive content. And say that they're not porn stars if you sell nude photos and videos of yourself for money you do porn. So I don't care who the fuck you are. If you say you don't do porn you're doing porn okay. Enough with this shit already
2: Like I get that it's brought back a little bit of viewership But I despise the, the era we're in Of like fucking YouTubers and, and shit doing like boxing matches And stuff like nationally televised That's all they can really get It's embarrassing I despise uh, just the characters that, that are doing it as well Like KSI, Logan Paul All those guys I, I despise them as, as human beings It's just a, I hate it It's so not entertaining
0: That does bring it down But I, I'm just saying like the actual box so there's the actual athletes that that do it it's fun to watch man it's- my <laughs> thing that makes me upset
1: is there are fighters out there who are from the inner cities who are scratching clawing training every day to try get a spot in those top boxing companies
0: i've there seen creed only- nico jesus christ
1: there are only fans models who are getting more viewership and more eyes on them because they're hot they're fighting and people apparently just want to see that shit. I think that's absolutely fucking ridiculous and blasphemous that people out there who are just doing porn and if you do porn, apparently you're automatically eligible to fucking fight Ronda Rossi or fight in KSI misfits fucking boxing.
2: Nico, you talked about Aaron Rodgers briefly and, and his uh his darkness retreat. And you see. Oh, yeah, you talk pretty poorly of, of Aaron Rodgers as a human being. I wanted to ask you about that. Like, I wanted to. Yeah, I hate that guy. Well, I want to know why you despise Aaron Rodgers so much. <laughs> I'ma fucking Damn. god. He's an <laughs> asshole.
0: Fucking... And he's, he's a been, cocky bastard. Let me baster. let me just say, he's been owning the Bears for years. You know, like he literally has. That, that
2: seems to be the
0: prime. He has stake region. in in their organization. Yeah, it I've
1: is. There's there's no other and, reason. And, I think he's an absolute cunt. I do not like oh. him. Um, I pray for his downfall on a daily basis. Every night, he makes me sick. I didn't appreciate the uh, the I own you. I told your feel. I thought that that crossed the fucking line there. So you don't bust
2: shit. your ass pretty hard. You I think he's a fucking.
1: Fa- I listen. I'll bust on his fucking girlfriend. How about that? Uh, I, I, I I think he's he's a fake tough guy. He's a fake tough guy that thinks he's fucking tough. He's a fucking absolute overrated bomb. He's won one Super Bowl in the last. Uh, th- and has he, he, won four he of? He hasn't won a title in thirteen years, Quan. First of all, he's he should have two MVPs because he robbed Mahomes of the first one and then he robbed Brady of the second one, in my opinion. And uh, I I think he he's just an absolute piece of shit, and that, that's why I cannot stand you. Aaron Rodgers. And he beats the Bears ass all the time, and that and that is the all main reason the why I do not like him
2: outside of him absolutely mutilating the Bears every time he plays them.
0: Besides the fact that he has just so much sex with the Bears organization. (laughs) (laughs) Outside of him embarrassing
2: you guys every time he steps on your field, outside of that, Outside of him making you guys look like middle schoolers, as a human being, <laughs> what is it about him that you don't like? That's what I'm trying to ask.
1: He lied about being vaccinated in 2020. He spread COVID-19 uh, misinformation. MVP. He spread COVID-19 misinformation. And then he literally lied about being vaccinated and during the height of the COVID-19 he said he was immunized. pandemic. And the NFL came on and said that he was not. He lied about it and he put people's lives at risk. And I think that's fucked up. I don't care.
2: What did he say? He said he was uh, allergic to one all of the ingredients in the, in the Pfizer vaccine.
1: Suck my dick, Rogers. Fucking allergic to <laughs> my fucking ass, buddy. Take the vaccine or shut the fuck up. go sit down, buddy, okay? If I'm paying you $50 million, you better fucking take that fucking vaccine and shut the fuck up, okay? Is I'm that? Allergic is that? Fucking, I'm allergic to one of the ingredients. Who the fuck, you're not, you, you didn't fucking look, look at the ingredients, you jerk off, okay? Shut the hell, you were not fucking going on to the fucking CDC website or requesting the fucking ingredients, okay? Fucking ingredients, these nuts.
2: You think that's not true? You think that he's lying about that?
1: Absolutely, I think he's lying. Because it, because if he lied about being vaccinated, why, why would he not lie about that bullshit? Once a liar, did always he say a liar. He, did he
2: say that he had been vaccinated or that he was just like immunized? Like that he had like he figured out. He said that he, he was, was a lot immunized. About-
1: and then he okay. told the NFL that he was vaccinated. And they did an investigation. And it turns out he was not. The NFL reported it. I mean, that's not, not not my not not my, not my reporting of investigation. It was theirs.
2: So what I what I caught from all this is uh He's a douche. That you have a lot of trauma, unresolved trauma from There's Aaron no Rodgers. trauma, it's just
1: it's, it's just blatant it anger. No to,
0: it ain't no way to get them, them
1: <laughs> There's no trauma, it's just blatant anger and jealousy. There's no trauma, it's just heartache
0: and and pain. It's just
1: there is no pain. There is no pain. It's just anger, rage, and absolute fucking fury, buddy.
0: <laughs> that was a good. That was good, Logan. That was good. <laughs> he said so. Besides them, absolutely embarrassing.
1: There's no other. Listen, if you were embarrassed, man, Logan, you, you wouldn't like Aaron Rodgers either. It's, it's it's a fucking it's fucking it's natural.
0: Besides I them, know. undressing y'all time and time yeah. and time again. Besides from him, absolutely just. <laughs>
2: harsh, violent intercourse with your team every Sunday. Are <laughs> you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? A
1: violent violent
2: you guys intercourse. Bending over and letting him do it to you. Oh, inviting okay. him.
0: <laughs> inviting him into y'all's home. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is the last No time dinner, no protection. This the last time. This is the, no last drinks, time. No. This the last time that Logan's going to be on the show, by the way. No, this is
0: QB1, baby. We did that QB1.
1: I have a QB1 in Justin Fields, unlike Quan like, uh, and Logan, actually.
2: God, I got a QB1 in Aaron Rodgers, Nico.
0: Obviously not. You got to say about that, Nico. <laughs> you got to say
2: about
1: that. First of all, no one was getting undressed, by the way. That's fucked up to say.
2: He was ripping Jaylen... your clothes open. He didn't have to take Jaylen... them off. So, okay, so, so, now, so now you're saying so,
1: listen, Jalen, Jalen Hurts is Quan's father, and Jalen Hurts is the 49ers' father. So he, he bent you guys over and just absolutely just annihilated you with, with the hurt shoulder, by the way. Oh,
0: that, that's what? Uh, one win? That's one win. That's cool. But Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> a season worth of wins
1: one Super Bowl in 18 years so so obviously he, he, he didn't do too how many well. the Bears got in the, in the last 13 years him and the Bears had the same amount of rings Quan zero.
0: Oh, in the last 13 years okay oh. since Aaron Rodgers started playing football how many Super Bowls have, uh, do the Bears have
1: how many does Aaron Rodgers have <laughs> one more than we do so if he was so great if he was so great he would have gone out and won more rings but he didn't because he's fucking hey, overrated listen,
0: I don't know I don't know I, I'm not like math is literally my least favorite subject but I do know that <laughs> One is greater than zero.
1: How many do you have, Quan? In the last thirteen years, last eighteen years. How many you have?
0: That's eighteen years. Um. Zero. That's fair. That's fair. Exactly. This ain't exactly. about me. Thank you. This about me.
1: Listen, I cannot wait till the Bears win the NFC North next year, make the playoffs, and just after go, go on a tear. Mm. Just wait and see. And, and Ryan Poles <laughs> we trust, and Justin Fields we trust. We're going all in. I cannot wait for the football season to start. Logan's team is going to be shit. The 49ers are are gonna get their ass whipped in the in the playoffs because I'm sure they're winning their division because the if
0: you oh, oh, oh if I hope the Bears as 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 you, you don't know. win that
1: if you don't if you, you know don't win who that King. division next year, Quan, that is fucking absolutely embarrassing for you guys. As long as you know is know who the
0: King is. Automatic Y'all are not y'all are not getting past the uh Lions next year. The Lions are gonna is gonna smack y'all next season.
1: Oh my you are so dumb. Oh my gosh, that's the stupidest thing you ever said in your fucking life. The Lions. Are you you really think the Lions are better than the Bears as, as they are put together right now? Yes. We do not do drug testing here at, at the G-Quad Media, but we should start after this show because Quan, it has to be on some type of fucking drugs and or crack. Because if he thinks that the Detroit Lions are better than the, than the Chicago Bears right now, in, in what way? In what way?
0: In what way are they not?
1: Our quarterback is better.
0: We have better weapons mm-hmm. than
1: them. Our defense is much better than they are after our signings. I think we have a better O-line. I think their, their O-line might be a, a little bit up there.
2: Bro,
0: I think our O-line bro, bro, bro Nico, 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 let me stop you right there, brother. Y'all don't have a better O-line than me, all right? And I don't have an NFL team, all right? Oh,
1: my God. Y'all's
0: O-line is awful. Negative we just O-line, made some key awful. signs.
1: Free agency is not done yet. I guarantee you, by, by the end of free agency, we'll, we'll have a better O-line. Our defense is, was already yeah, you, better than them last year. He and the Lions just going to And we have packed. a better quarter. Yes. Who have they signed, Quan? Who have they signed? Who have they signed? Who are they signed? Who
0: have the Bears signed? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody.
1: This- and it's already day two everyone's already, already they're not two. gonna sign nobody
2: that's the thing though is that the Lions are still possibly better than the bears and they haven't signed anybody they're not they're not they're not all right man we'll see what happens. still
1: possibly better
2: no I know, okay you guys are gonna be good next year 100 but i know that you do not want to see the jets if aaron Rodgers is their quarterback next year
1: but he has not committed to them yet just, just he hasn't committed to, uh, to his uh his past girlfriend uh shaylene woodley his uh, fiance, his, his fiance fucking Danica Patrick that, that left him, not surprised by that. Hey, his, that, that man, his brother, hey, his mother, what a run. his father, what a run. his family, what a, they all left him.
0: As far as women, what a run. What, what a run Air Rodgers' been on.
1: Danica Patrick was what was what a run? She's butch.
0: She's butch.
1: She's lesbian, basically. <laughs> just straight facts. She's literally lesbian. She's butch.
0: She's literally a
1: lesbian. <laughs> yeah. She is.
0: <laughs> y'all yeah, love she some other shit for, this episode. <laughs> dated her for crying. Yeah, yeah. he I see what y'all up to. Y'all trying to make me. Uh, she's fucking, she's, she pass does
1: NASCAR. Out. I mean, come on. So just look at her. I, mean, I, I gotta agree
2: with the, Nico, bro. I don't know any straight women that are doing NASCAR. Bro. Exactly.
1: Thank you, Logan. Do you know any you straight know any out women out there?
0: Who, who... Any, any women in general doing NASCAR? First off, exactly. that's <laughs> my point exactly.
1: My point exactly.
0: <laughs> but, so she's either got to be something other
2: than a woman, or she's she's not straight. <laughs> What are right. you talking? <laughs> Something other than a
0: woman.
2: I don't you know. was OnlyFans now.
0: Danica Patrick is not a bad-looking lady. That's that's my my whole point. She could be maybe amazingly a six.
2: beautiful, but she likes women, dude. That's just that's just all we. Can Absolutely, call. me like, too. That everyone. makes two of us.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I mean, though. That's what I mean. she, she didn't like arms but she likes women. He dates oh, lesbians. No, see, that, that's all. That's all they can pull. Lesbians, <laughs> butch.
0: No, it. And, well, she do look strong she, as fucking in some of these pictures, but man, in the pictures yeah, where she don't look
1: I'm looking at her right now. I mean, if, if I saw on the street, maybe 6.5. That's all I'm going to get
0: That is interesting. This man, and that's done. being
1: generous because she is generous, much. he
0: said because she is but it's just so funny how, you. how freely you're using that word
1: she probably wears flannels uh button up men's shirts she probably shops in the in the, in the target Goodfellow section if you are a lesbian I, I support you but i'm just saying don't know that aaron rogers is some fucking you know guy, guy that pulls a bunch of hot chicks or some shit i mean let, let's look let's look at his past girlfriends i mean shailene woodley i give her maybe a five
0: maybe a five all right you tripping you tripping? You're just trying to get a reaction. Oh my
1: God! Let's put a picture of Shailene Woodley. Let's put a picture of Shailene Woodley right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen. Shailene
0: and Woodley. let me let, let me be clear. I'm I'm not what? really that into. That's it a
1: five to you? Yeah. I mean, come on. She looks like like one of those scary emo girls in high school. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm, ugh. I mean, come on. She was gonna play Mary Jane in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man uh, franchise as well. Thank God that Thank God that got cut, because that would have been a boner shrinker. Is what it would have been.
0: Shrinker. Shrinker. Actually,
1: I'm I'm, I'm I'm looking at her right now. She's, she has got a great great rack, but I mean, oh my God, her racks her, her rack's an eight, but her face is a, uh, at least a uh, five. A
0: five? You tripping? I I'll
1: consider- bump it up to six. I'm about to had, six.
2: Patrick at a six point
0: five. You had her one point five over
2: over uh Woodley. Yeah, o- over the Butch,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What What do you think of Emma Stone?
1: Emma Stone, at least a nine and a half. She is absolutely tremendous. I love wow. her.
0: Wow. Okay, the thing love about Emma somewhere. Stone, I, I think Emma Stone is beautiful. But I think that Emma Stone is uniquely beautiful. Like, I, I don't I don't She's think that, butch? like, she, no, I, I just don't okay. think that she is, like, like it is it's something about her that, that is, like, appealing. Yeah. I mean, to, I, come I, on, I think fellas, like,
1: look at this shit. How, but, how do I share my screen here? Are we seeing are this? Are we seeing this? Can you see this?
2: No. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. You see, I mean, You're come on. You pulled up with the this. worst
2: possible picture you yeah. could pull up. I oh, just. Up,
1: okay, now this one, she looks good in this one. I'll give her that. The glasses, the glasses can't go wrong with that. Nice rack, but. Right, uh, yeah. I mean, this this lesbian butch haircut does not look good. I mean, come on. This this this, uh, know, this Ellen special is not not okay with me.
0: You better keep not me talking even... loose. I, what? am yeah, podcast. Do
1: Say whatever you want. <laughs> Who gives a fuck?
0: She can get it. Now that picture down here where is th- this or uh, the Earthshot prize, it looked like her neck and her head is just one unit and I don't like that.
1: Now this one was probably after Danny Aaron Rodgers, she probably forced him to, he probably forced to eat 24-7 to dealing with that fucker for what, two <laughs> years, two or three years? I would eat all the, all the time too if I was a winner. Oh my lord, what is this? She got arrested? What the hell is this? She was posting a pipeline and she got arrested. Okay, good enough, you're, you're an activist, congrats, but nobody cares. How do i stop sharing my screen i mean butch i mean i can't say anything about it i mean it's disgusting oh my god bring us to our second sponsor of the week bet us now bet us is the best legal online sports book. they allow you to bet on it all nfl nba nhl soccer golf mma horse racing and nascar both men and women's bas- college basketball college football and even the canadian football league They have their own sports book, they have their own race book, and even if you don't wanna bet on sports and you just wanna gamble with your money, they also have an online casino. Now they also have the fastest payouts and get you your money in less than three to five days. They have a fast and easy deposit and withdrawal process, 24 seven personalized services, live wagering on all major games, and to top it off, if you use promo code thegquad, you can get one hundred twenty-five percent off on a sign-up bonus when, when you click on the link in the description and sign up today at Bet US.
0: So, do we all agree that that Steph Curry is one of the greatest basketball players of all time?
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I, I agree with that. I agree with that.
0: Why? My point is usually when we talk about the the greatest of all time we we talk it's kind of one or the other where is you point to stats and and their career and all of that or you point to a gimmick of theirs gimmick is just the best word that I can come up with so like with Mike uh he's the greatest and then you somebody can say why like it, it could be something besides basketball for, for mm-hmm. Mike or like you could say well I mean he still got the greatest selling shoes 40 years after his his debut or you could say he went to the to the final six times, got six finals MVPs. You could say he had the, the patented fadeaway. Or you could say just one on one, nobody else was a better scorer or whatever. With Kareem, you could say, like, is Kareem one of the greatest they ever play? You, you say yes. And then you say why. And then you say, well, he had a he came up with it. Well, not even necessarily came up with a shot, but he perfected a shot that a uh, uh, a shot that was like unable to be defended. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He um he won the championship with two different franchises. He uh, you know, in, in a time of of uh kind of segregation and all of that, you know, where where uh black players weren't, you know, the 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 priority of the NBA, he elevated, you know what I mean. You you can say all of that. Um you can say that he's he's the second greatest uh uh, you know, he has the second most points all time uh, in NBA history. You know, uh, like you could point to that. And that record stood for almost 40 years. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, with Steph, I just have a hard time, like, I, because I, I agree. I think that Steph is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But I don't know what I point to. What Like, if, if somebody was to ask you, like, years from now, without having ever seen Steph play, what would you say, Logan? And then you go, Nico. I'd probably say that he's the only ever
2: unanimous MVP first. That's what I'd start with because I think that kind of – that encapsulates just how great his prime was, you know, Mm -hmm. that he was the first ever to do that. And I think that alongside, um, you know, his championships, winning record, and and then you can kind of start to – I feel like you can format around the fact that how much better his team played when he was there, you know. And all, just, I don't know, you know, he's a, he's a championship guy. He's won a lot of championships. He beat uh, LeBron in his prime. I feel like there's a lot of stuff. And and you can say also outside of the, the MVP thing, you know, that he he really is one of the most revolutionary players in the game. He completely changed the game. He Even for the people who say, you know, no matter what, the game was going to drift to three-pointers and become that kind of game with or without Steph. I think that, you know, you can make the argument that Steph, is the one that completely changed the way the game was played. So I, I feel like those are two pretty good, you know, pillars in the argument.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I'm I, like, I said, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying yeah. like, what I don't, I don't know. I still don't know what I point to. Cause like, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about sneakers, like, okay. Like with LeBron, you can say he signed a, a, a multi million dollars sneaker deal before ever stepping foot on the NBA court. You know what yeah. I mean? It took Steph a while um i think steph is in his 14th season or something like that and is mm-hmm. at his ninth uh signature shoe you know um so it took a while for for that to catch on um i i just don't know like cuz it, it i i feel like it's not enough to say that he's the greatest shooter ever but i also feel like it's like i i just don't know what else to like how to compile like his career you know what i mean like yeah. just Cause, I and I feel like it's probably like that with a lot of like revolutionary players, you know, like yeah. um, a Michael Vick. Michael Vick was revolutionary, you know what I mean? Um, when when you talk about the the greatest quarterbacks or whatever, like when you point to him, he he wasn't the one of the greatest to ever play, but like he had arm strength, which for mm. left handed quarterbacks, historically speaking, that that's not you know that he, I think he had the strongest left arm ever, um and was was dangerous like however whatever part of the field he was on he was dangerous you know what I mean with his legs or with his arm but like you you can point to that you know what I mean but just with Steph I I just don't know because you can bring up his injury history which is which is you know extensive um but it it just I I just don't know what I point to as far as Steph's like I, I know that he like when it's all said and done, like I don't think he's gonna be like up there, like and and point and total points scored. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be people with a lot more. Uh, like we we talk about Jokic, like Jokic has the same amount of MVPs as him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Andre Iguodala has the same amount of Finals MVPs as him. You know, um, and the same amount of rings. Um. So it's just like it's gonna be interesting. Like when it's not even necessarily when it's all said and done. I, I think that like the narrative has has finally like started to where like yo like Steph is one of the greatest to ever play. But I just I don't know like I don't know if we have a universal why. And and I I think that that's just that's an interesting place to be in.
2: Yeah.
1: For me, when doing the greatest of all time, I look at stats obviously accomplishments, mm-hmm. and then also impact on the game. And I think for Steph, his impact on the game, as Logan said, it's, it's revolutionary. Nobody was shooting threes like Steph was ever. You know, he made it okay for players to go out there and start chucking 35-foot three-pointers. You know what I mean? If Steph was – if players were doing that 15 years ago, they'd be benched and, or bench-fined immediately, and they, they, they wouldn't play for two games. You know what I mean? He revolutionized the three-point shot. There was guys that came before him like Ray Allen, like Reggie Miller, but Steph was the one that made it. Oh fuck, where fuck is Logan? And he leaves. Oh no, he just his camera just no, turned no. off. Um
0: okay.
1: he made it okay to for centers to start shooting threes. Like he revolutionized the three-point shot and changed the entire NBA. It wasn't only him as a whole, he changed the entire league's perspective in terms of three-point yeah. shooting, where they're like Threes are worth. I Me and I talked about a couple weeks ago about, you know, center shooting threes and just, you know, NBA teams and perspective in general, they made it, you know, they he made teams realize, hey, advanced analytics, threes are worth more than twos. If we shoot more threes than the other team we will win the game because threes are worth more. And, you know, he made teams start having players that one through five has to be able to shoot threes if you can't shoot threes you are you're a detriment to this team, you know you're a liability to this team. He made it okay for centers to start shooting threes he made it okay for people just you know to be talking about more threes than, than they are doing twos. Uh, and he the what the way he changed the game, yes, you, you can say back to back mvps the first ever unanimous, unanimous mvp four time nba champion one time Finals mvp you can bring that up as well. But, but, but when we look back on, on, you know, this era of the NBA, we'll say, how do we get there? And, and who influenced that era of the NBA? I think mm-hmm. Steph Curry's name is all over it. And he's, he's going to be the, the number one guy at that point to <clears throat> say, hey, this three-point shooting era, it was started by Steph.
0: Now, mm-hmm. when you point to that, do you just point only at Steph? Or do you, like, do you give the the other half of the Splash Brothers his credit, you know? I, um. Like, cause I, I think, okay, I, I do believe that Steph. I, I think that Steph spearheaded, uh, the, the, the revolutionary movement as far as like, uh, three point shooter. However, I think that the Warriors as a team have changed just, just the dynamic of, of like, uh, schemes and and, uh, like leads and. Home court advantage and and that kind of thing. I I think that they have almost made a twenty point lead obsolete. Like they have they have like taken the poison out of what a twenty point lead used to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean it, it's just so it, to me it, it's just difficult to point to something and just definitively say like for for that to be my whole entire point. You know uh, yeah. I, I just I, I don't I don't know of, of just one singular. Or not like, of course, it don't have to be a singular thing. Don't don't no one thing make anybody like the one of the greatest of all time. But mm-hmm. I just like I I I have a hard time stacking my argument, and there are plenty of things to to pull from. I just you know what I mean, like like what what kind of what package do you put together when you when you submitting uh you know Steph's goat yeah uh you know status. I think
2: okay. I think one of the main things, like, if you're not going by stats, you're not going by, like, accomplishments and and trophies and stuff like that. And, you know, you're talking about, like, you're going down the list of greats, right? I feel like something that a lot of people go to, you know, come back to, like, consistently is how teams game plan for that player, right? right. You know, I, I feel like you know, with guys like LeBron, guys like Jordan, guys like Giannis, guys like Shaq, there's always some kind of huge shift in the ways, you know, it's, come. It's everybody's got that game marked on the schedule for their game plan has to completely, you know, go backwards and they got to change everything and figure out how to game plan against this player. And I feel like, I feel like Steph made it to where like the entire league not only had to game plan for him because he was going to be doing things no one else was going to be doing, but he did it to where guys like D'Antoni, you know, and, and just other teams and players and stuff felt it was okay to do that. And it, it it, literally, I feel like that is the one thing you can point to is that he literally shifted everything. And Yeah, I understand coming from the perspective of, you know, it was also the way the Warriors ran their offense with, you know, the, a 1,000 screens and Klay uh, Thompson being that great. But I don't think they get the confidence to play that way and do that unless – you know Steph's greatness as a shooter, like does if that doesn't show up, they don't do that. You know, Clay Thompson's an all-time shooter, right? Possibly a lot of people argue him being the second or third, but I don't think he has that confidence to take that the shots the way
0: he does if Steph isn't there. And I even though he's great, All right. I feel you. Now, I and agree. but does he? Does Steph have the confidence without Clay? Like you know, once like once they came together, you know what I mean? They they yeah. like even like in the very beginning you know Steph had had a couple more injuries you know uh he mm-hmm. uh, with, with, he had injuries with more frequency but um i i just i, I don't know man it, Steph is a very very interesting uh interesting case like his, his he's to me no doubt one of the greatest they ever played but it's just just do y'all think that was a good topic like do do y'all do y'all yeah, get what that, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah i agree just just one more point to add on to there you see greats like Shaq, you see greats like Kobe, you see greats like LeBron. You can't stop those guys. You can game plan all you want, but you can't stop them. With Steph, you look at him and you say, "Okay, we can't stop this. Stop this guy. Mm-hmm. But how can we play like this guy and be him at the yeah. same time? Because you can't mm-hmm. play like Jordan, you can't play like Kobe, you can't play like LeBron. But you could play like Steph. i would shoot. Logan brought up yeah. with, with the whole Dan Tony thing." We can shoot seventy threes a game and, and, and you know, I'll shoot these guys. And if we win the game, that, that's how we're going to win. If we don't out shoot them, we don't out win. They're basically mm-hmm. are, they're basically fighting fire with fire with Steph Curry. You know what I mean? You know, you can't really, you know, send three guys at him and say, OK, hey, yeah, you know what, start, start, you know, guarding this guy full court because he's coming off screens. You know, he's moving. He moves well without the ball, too. Uh, Quan brought up how, how, how the 20 point lead is, is means nothing to, to Steph and Clay or yeah. teams like this anymore. I, I was watching the, the Bucks warriors game last week. Uh, the the Bucs were up eight in overtime with like two minutes left, and Warriors came out like it was nothing, led by Steph Curry, who, who, who hit that yeah, game tying right. uh, t- shot with like one second left uh, before they went to overtime. They, it, it didn't even matter. He, he looked unfazed at all. Uh, and, and I think for this guy to take these shots and, you know, make it okay for players, other players, you know, to start taking these shots. You, you look at guys like Trey Young. Would Trey Young really be a, a top prospect 15 years ago with, with, with yeah. the way he's playing if, if, if it wasn't for Steph? Absolutely not. They say yeah. this guy takes too, many, too, takes too many shots. He takes too many risky shots. He, the, the threes that Steph takes now, the, the threes that Steph, Damian Lillard, Trey uh, Young take now are, were considered horrendous shots back then. Okay, If Andrew Bynum, I, I, I tell the story all the time, 13, 12 years ago, Andrew Bynum shot a three in an NBA game. Phil Jackson him for the rest of the game. After that, if Andrew Bynum was playing in today's NBA and he shot a three, they'd be like, okay, you know, fine, Andrew Bynum. You know, you know bad. You know, didn't, didn't make good it, shoot. but good shot, good, shoot. good shot, yeah. yeah, good, good, good shooting, Andrew. Good try, Andrew. Andre Drummond is fucking shooting threes in the NBA now. Like Steph Curry has made it okay for the guys like that to start shooting threes in the NBA. So I think that his impact on the game alone, take away the stats, the accomplishments and shit like that, his impact on the game alone puts him up there up yeah. upon one of the all time greats.
2: And another a Great another topic, part, come on, great topic. But go ahead, yeah, Logan. That is really good. Another part of that, you know, kind of to add on to that is that alone, his impact on, you know, the idea of three-point shooting and stuff is big enough to say that he had a revolutionary impact, right? But now come to today, like today's game and stuff, it's gone even farther to where, you know, he changed the mindset from how do we stop, you know, all these threes and step from shooting threes too. We just need to make more threes than they make, right? And that has now transitioned to not only just making more threes than the other team, but defense has hit like a, it's hit a stump and defense is not going to evol- evolve any more than it's already at, right? So it's literally become now we just have to score more than the other team. So teams are built almost exclusively to, to offense, right? In every single game now, we're seeing bench players score 40, 30, 50, right? People, people scoring seventy multiple times a season, and 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 fucking the highest score scoring game ever. You know, a uh, uh, a month or two ago, it's it's like he has changed it not only in terms of three point shooting, but now it's almost like every single game is just a race to one hundred fifty points. It's a it's trying to score more than the other person rather than like it's it's. I know that's like a point of basketball. But it's, it's you know, like, the, like the, I feel like there, there's less less emphasis on defense, and it's more just about just outscoring, outshooting. and 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 I feel like Steph had like most of the impact on that change.
0: It's like the basketball version of the greatest show on turf, mm-hmm. but like the 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 fact that it's lasted like this long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is is like that that speaks to it. It's just it. I I just think it's interesting, man. Um, yeah. like just naming a few like Shaq dominant. You know what I mean? Like when, when you talk uh, Kobe, a killer, you know what I mean? Um, uh, Mike also a killer, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just like Larry Bird. Part of it is because he was white. Um, let's, let's be honest, but like the, the fact like him playing, like the way that he played a three-time MVP, the last one that we've had, uh, uh, you know, up until a point that potentially, um,
1: also, the and, league, M- M- magic, say the yeah, league, and Magic, single handedly, say from fucking, yeah,
0: going yeah. under, yeah, and then like, and then when you talk about that, you talk about Magic, you talk about their like case, and then like, you got to talk about them together because they played each other in college and in the, in the pros. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so many things that you can like that that just come to mind, like like that, but. Although Steph has several, several accolades and and like I mean countless like you know what I mean is a surefire like first ballot Hall of Famer and all of that shit. It's just I just don't I don't know like what's my you know what's that with Steph like I mm-hmm. I, I just I. All
1: right, I'll uh, I'll 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 get my last point on this. I'll back back to the Bucks and Warriors game that I watched last week. Dante D, D, uh, Dante uh, DiVincenzo hit a three right. Mike Green goes, that's his 6-3 tonight. Like, it was nothing. I'm like, mm-hmm. if that was 12 years ago, six threes in the game is fucking, it would be crazy. Like, we'd be like, oh, yeah, sports center, yes yeah, maybe be like, oh, yeah, this player, Demon Thompson, has six threes tonight. You know, th- that like would be a big deal. It's not a big deal anymore.
0: I think in the late 80s, early 90s, the the league average for uh, three-point attempts was like five, five-point something. Yeah. So I mean that that's just and bro, not that, I mean it is Steph's birthday, but like not not to uh uh like like keep going with this, but it is like his leadership style being kind of unique as well, like the the way that like he is a he's not the the vocal leader of the team, but like you know that you can count on him to like yeah. lead us, you know th- this way and um and like his his style like like his his style of of being like uh cocky if you will you know what i mean like it's different because people assume just just because of his aesthetic that that he is like just this silent person or like this very humble guy and even if like if you listen like post game and shit like that he sounds very very humble and shit like that but he will talk his shit you know and and i i just i don't know man it's it is just a very, very unique case of, of a goat.
1: Yeah. Anything else? I know it's late, so and yeah. I know we don't want to be here all fucking night, but I think that was a good episode, boys. I I think yeah. we gave you your little taste of uh NFL, I miss it already. I'm, I'm be honest. I'm, I miss football. I fucking going for wait for to come back. I'm, I'm sick of watching all this hey, fucking other
0: garbage. The XFL man is is going on. Not man. the, soccer, well, it's, not exciting. the I, it's exciting. I like it. It's yeah. exciting, but the, the only thing, man, the the games are so fucking low score. It it yeah. make yeah. it seem, it make it look like uh like middle school or some shit. Like with oh, the, you like know what? I'm glad you guys brought that at up. time halftime be three
1: three. The NFL is looking to implement uh some like XFL rules. The whole uh. Instead of doing an onside kick, uh, it, it, uh, they want to do a fourth and twenty, uh, mm. and if you if, yeah, you, if you convert yeah. if you if you convert that, uh, you, you, you get the ball back. What do you guys think about that? I think
0: that's a little I, much. But for me, um, I think that like you can't just say that like just because you see it. Like I I want y'all to take a a a stat like of how many fourth and twenty conversions have have yeah. been successfully completed yes. versus how many own kicks have been you know successfully uh, completed and and i need you to compare those and then like see if one uh gives reason for kicking out the other you know uh yeah. i just yeah that, that's why i'm at with it yeah, well, don't just do it just because you see it
2: that seems a little bit overpowered in a lot of ways you know i feel like i feel like it's way way more likely you get a 4th and 20 than recovering an onside. You know, I think the onside gives the perfect amount of advantage to the receiving team that it should be in that situation. Because I feel like if you do the 4th and 20 thing, you'll get teams that are not in a situation where they need, you know, an onside, right? Like they're not in a last chance, we need the ball back type situation. They'll just abuse the 4th and 20 and be like, oh, we'll fucking – just get really good at going for it on fourth and 20 and and just continue, like, just do that every game when we want the ball back, you know? I, I don't know. I, I think they should stick with the onside. And I think you're right. I feel like there should be some kind of like statistical measuring between that thing rather than just, oh, we saw it in the XFL, so we should really try that, you know?
1: I got it right here, boys, because I'm better than the NFL. Last year, <laughs> there were 56 onside oh. kicks only three of them were successful. That's 5.3%. Last mm. year in the NFL, on fourth and 15 plus yards, it was only su- successful on 13.9%. Humongous, humongous difference there. I think yeah. that that's a little much, in my opinion. The whole fourth and 20, I think it's a lot easier to get a fourth and 20 than it is to get an on ticket. Yeah. I agree with Logan.
0: Like, if it, like, you can even, like, your special teams guy that, that get down the field, bro, like, if... If you could just see him on a on a street, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. That's it, just I, I don't know, man. I, I, what the reason that I enjoy the XFL and the USFL is because it's good. It is is played in between, you know, the, mm-hmm. the off season and it and it's still pro- uh, semi professional, at least semi professional level uh, football being played. You know what I mean. I I, I don't I don't necessarily want rules to to like kind of, you know, blur the lines or anything like that. I, I think that, well, the only thing I think that the USF, the USFL and the XFL could merge, I would like to see some shit like that or like their champion play the other team's champ, the other league's champion or something like that. You know what I mean? I, I would like to see something like that. But other than that, I think that everybody should just stay in their own fucking lane. Everybody mm-hmm. leave each yeah. other alone. All right.
1: I'm looking at it right now 2022 uh, the most successful fourth down conversion was the Rams 15 of 19 at 78.9% so that's so the they only went for it on fourth down 19 times in 2022. Uh, the Eagles went for on fourth down 32 times that's a very low low number uh, that's that's surprising, uh, but there were 800 plus attempts of going for it on fourth down last year and uh, last year in the NFL.
0: The Which Eagles might, might be some uh, on some revolutionary shit themselves with that fourth down shit, bro. They do not <laughs> kick the ball on fourth down.
1: Yeah. Okay, and, uh, the, the Cowboys and, and uh, Mike McCarthy, that, that does not kick at all either. He goes for every fucking time. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they, I mean. that the
2: Cowboys are, aren't, aren't even on this list. Teams would just start specializing and in, 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 in working on that in practice, you know what I'm saying? Like they'd spend all kinds of time working on fourth and 20, and they would just abuse that during games, you know? The score if... is
0: seventy three to thirty nine right now. Mm, damn
2: for the Lakers. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, seventy five to thirty nine. Oh my god!
1: What the fuck? No Zion. So doesn't the okay. first half? Uh, yeah, actually, Quan, I'm glad Quan brought it up. The Eagles were the one who proposed this rule to the NFL yeah. this year with with the fourth and twenty and from the twenty yard line.
0: <laughs> they know they that the are. That's just like um somebody else. Uh, the Bills. Right when they they change the overtime, yeah, or something okay. like that because yeah. of the bills. like when it's some shit that work out in your favor, you you go propose it. But I tell yeah. you
1: what, let's that, wrap it up for this week's show. Logan, Logan's getting out of pocket with his, he, he's already show, he's showing his legs on camera. He's uh, you he, know, he's
2: uh, Johnny Bravo,
1: yeah. All right, um, we thank Logan for being on the show once again. Finally, he's back after a couple of weeks of not being peace, here. Peace,
0: QB1, peace, peace, peace. Our QB1 is here.
1: Uh, well, Logan, d- 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 uh, please, uh, drop some promos for your for your personal uh socials and as well as your own personal channels go ahead
2: that's just more people to get on me about my fakes, bro who gives a fuck people
1: do that to me all the time they'll get on
2: my love for watching on instagram uh and same thing on tiktok and youtube that's basically i got a podcast uh talking hogs podcast on
1: youtube So that all will be in the link in the description Appreciate everybody for joining us this week. If you're listening via podcast format, uh, comment, leave a, leave a five-star review. That would definitely help us out. Subscribe as well. If you're watching via YouTube format, go ahead, like, subscribe, and comment. That will help us out as well as, uh, you know, just supporting the show as much as you can. So we appreciate everybody for joining us this week. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you guys, we'll see you guys next week.
0: Peace.